Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence this morning. Father, I'd like to review Jeremiah 4.23. Dear Lord, because I believe it gives a very important answer to something that we don't really think about. Lord, it tells us in Jeremiah 4.23 that I beheld the earth and indeed it was without form and void and the heavens. They had no light. We know from Genesis 1.2 that the well, Genesis 1.1, 1, 1, it says, In the beginning, there was the heavens and the earth. Then it tells us in Genesis 1.2 that the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. But if we just go back to the statement that the earth was without form and void. I've heard many people say that there was a pre-existing earth. They don't quite understand what they're saying in this. We're talking about it was covered by the waters. Well, the waters is a physical place, as your Bible, as the Bible explains, and I explained in many writings and drawings and so on. And you've shown me, and Father, it, it's very clear in the scriptures that the particles were all placed within the waters, and while they were there, they had no light. It says the the earth, and indeed was it without form and void in the heavens, but they had no light. And what is light? The entrance of your words gives that light. What, what you were saying in Genesis 1-2 is that the words had not entered the particles that you had created. Because they, what people don't understand is all the particles, all things that are made were made by particles, but you planned everything from the beginning, from the beginning to the end. And dear Lord, all those particles are in your storehouse called the waters in Psalms 104 Verses 3 to 6, you tell us that the, the storehouses of you are in the upper chambers, which are in the waters, which is above your throne. And your throne, in Ezekiel 1, explains to us it's above the firmament. The firmament is the hard walls that are hardened like cast iron mirror. The dome of the atmospheres that covers the earth is not the firmament. The firmament judges us and so forth. It has the words in it to be as signs and seasons. And then the, the sun and the moon rule over us, as I've explained many times. But this thing about form and void, if we would just consider that, it means that the particles were in the waters, all separated, but they were not formed yet. But what you did was something marvelous. In Isaiah forty twenty six, it tells us, Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things. Who brings out their hosts by number? He calls them all by name. By the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one is missing. Remember in Isaiah fifty-one sixteen, you told us that you covered us with your hand so that, with the shadow of your hand, which means that you just put the hand out there and by doing that, the way the word was spoken, and that word was that nothing can move because you have the authority that the particles are going to go where you say. And darkness, the particles of darkness, could not interfere with this because darkness was on the face of the abyss. In other words, you put in place all the prisons of God and the things for those to be cast out. You didn't desire anybody to be cast out, but you put them in place because of that. Anyway, Isaiah forty twenty six is telling us that the particles were in the waters, but they were not formed, 
They had not made up the earth. They had not done anything. But you gave them their number, which is the measurement, their identity of what they would be during any point of time, during all the ages. Because you tell us in Genesis 2, 4, this creation account is for all the generations. It's the history of all the generations. They were all made in the beginning. We, all of us, each one of us was made on day one. Our particles, our substance was put in the waters, your storehouse. We were set apart in particles, but you gave us the work. Those particles were given their work and their identity, the measure. The measure is when you call them by number, you give them the measurement. It's also their work throughout all eternity. It's going to be this. They're going to be of this substance or whatever. And then you call them by name, which is the work of the kingdom they're going to do which is their timing and everything that they're going to do in those timings. So you made them like, say, you made a stone. Then you say what that stone's going to do or whatever. I mean, you're talking about single particles. But we see the example of this, that you did this because when you said, let there be light, then the words came into them, giving them authority. That's what that was. There was no light. Now they had light, which is giving them the measurement or their number and their name. The name is the work for the kingdom of God they're going to be given to do. And then you give us the example of that because they're still in the waters. You put the firmament in it, and you tell the firmament it's going to decide whether what waters, whether the particles, that go up or go down. And then, because the heavens you put there for the support of us. Every, everything that you did, like you say in Proverbs 8, was for, for the greatness of us. It was the joy of us. You, you were joyful at the sons of men. You know, we must become and turn and become sons of God. Receive the word in us in light. In other words, open the words because your words are higher than our words and your thoughts are higher than ours and all thoughts and all works are done in the way of words. All of the things you created were done by words. So we understand this to be that you called them and gave them the numbers and name and their work. And then on day three, you said, let them form in the, in the empty expanse of the firmament and you hung it on nothing. Job 26, 7 tells us the earth was hung on nothing. So they go exactly where you tell them to do. That's why you say you numbered them, measured them, and uh, they go exactly where you say. That's why miracles occur, because particles will respond exactly what you'd say. You tell us in Job, uh, John uh, fifteen seven that if we follow you and abide in your words, what we desire be done for us. What if we wanted to, uh, you know, have something hover, for example, or move, like you said, you can tell this mountain to move into the sea. It's because those particles were given the kingdom work. In other words, the spirit of God is in them. Now, they're not living beings, but but the word of God is spirit and life, meaning it has its work for the kingdom of God to do on any given time. And the words will do what God has appointed them to do. If we speak within his will, then we should know that what we've asked will be done for us. First John 5. 14 and 15 and John 15, 7. So that is the point. The point is there was no pre-existing earth as a form of an earth someplace. It was all the particles that you created and then you called them forth and you layered them, as David says in Psalms 139, 15 and 16, within this earth. In other words, they're layered in this thing that you call dry land that you gave the name earth. Earth is a name. We consider Earth being the physical thing, but it's, it, you call all the, the 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 dry land. You call this dry land, 
It's no longer of the storehouse of the waters, even if it's oceans on the earth. Those particles came from the waters and they were placed there. This is what you mean by dry land. And you come to the mountain. The waters of the sea and so forth that are here are symbolic of the separation. We have to decide to come to the kingdom and receive the word or not. That may be a little bit confusing there. We'll talk about that another time. But I wanted to get the point out, what is form and what is void? It says without form and without void. I mean, and void. It's because they had no light. And you see that in Jeremiah 4.23. The words create all things. The words give us the work. If we will hear your words and go forth and hear the work you've given us to do, we will complete it because your word never fails. And if you send us the word to do this, just like the particles, it will do that. But we, you've given to us individual right. We have to choose to believe you. We have to believe to trust in your word. And that's the key of this. I pray that this is a useful morning light.